I've got a couple stories to share. One is an almost and one did stuff up. Now the good news is, as stories do, they both ended on a happy note. Now the one that almost ended in terms of going in the wrong direction started with something in common for both these stories and that was certain financial and family values. Now when people start their investing journey, a lot of them technically do so under the guidance of generations before them. Whether it be uncles, mums, dads, aunties, whoever it was, is someone who either started investing or did not invest and that's where as a result they want to carry the momentum or not do what their parents did. And in this particular case, this particular investor came to us going, hey, look, my parents and I, they've been saying I should invest in the inner west of Sydney, pick up a small affordable unit. And uh, maybe I think from there I can get something going and start to live in it, potentially then turn it into investment and see where time takes me. Now, there's the outcome of what they did do and what they could have done and what they ended up achieving if they'd gone in either pathway. So let's just say it's back to 2018 where I first met this investor and they did end up going on the journey of buying in the inner west, an affordable apartment, living in it, then moving out. And by inner west, I mean the inner west of Sydney. Now looking at the story here, if they'd done that, they would have had little to no capital growth, yes, saved up in terms of some stamp duty, and then lastly, would have had to force themselves to live into an area where they were comfortable living in from the area, but perhaps not quite the property. And during this time, they would have limited the scale of their subsequent investment properties, which would have then hurt them as a young, you know, sort of mid to late 20s, trying to get into a portfolio before 30. Instead, what this person opted to do was not follow that guidance and go in the opposite direction. We ended up buying them three houses, Brisbane, Adelaide, regional Queensland. These three houses were all purchased before the age of 30, and all performed substantially well outperforming the national markets during that time. In fact, one particular property had over 70% capital growth. This is huge. So when you think about it, what were some of those financial and family values bringing them in earlier? Well, it was the comfort of being close to home, the knowledge of a great area, because the inner west of Sydney, don't get me wrong, good coffee, good transport, good cafes, and good vibes. All of it, something that people aspire to live in. At the same time, naturally, all that aspiration made sense to actually buy a property there when you think of it in that way. But by not thinking of it in that way and actually breaking the barrier to go out of those comforts, go interstate and do that multiple times, that too, at similar prices, affordable markets, but completely different results. These were important factors when thinking of how their portfolio progressed to how it could have progressed if they went in that way. Following the approach of not going down those traditional values of close to them, touch, know, like, live in, save stamp duty, near home and following that financial sort of guidance that their family was providing or they were thinking about would actually meant that they earned over $500,000 of equity in comparison to the 100K and below they would have made had they followed that first strategy. Now, this is an example of the almost made the mistake. What about someone who's actually made the mistake? Let me take you back to another story. A particular client had come to us already owning an investment property. This particular property was also in Sydney, also a unit, but extremely shiny, very nice, in a great area, water surrounding them, all the things that you would say make an investment property successful due to the area. All of a sudden, their property has not grown in value. It's been many years 
and they wanted to get it right. So the good news is it could be fixed, but the bad news is they made this mistake. It almost felt like they had to make this decision just because that was where the financial guidance from family was. That was where the values were heading. And that was where if you align the reasons, it just makes sense on paper, which is a nice property to visually see, live in, feel, touch. It's from a person who seemed to be very nice and be very supportive of what their family's decision was. It felt like it was a decision going forward in the right direction because property and investing are two words that just seem like how could they go wrong? And then lastly, in a major city where it was booming in that time as well. Sydney was booming in 2015 to 17. During those couple of years, it was that tail end of the boom before things started to change. An oversupply of an apartment's hit. Low capital growth, high price points for stock that wasn't very attractive to many when it came to the prices and the available choice in that region. In turn, though, what did we do following? We broke those values. We broke that chain of thinking but it had to break by seeing the scars of what didn't work. And so do you really want to be that person that needs something to not work, following financial guidance from family, following what they feel, think, touch, look, is all coming about right, but then it just doesn't? Well, sadly, this is many customers that we work with and the journey. It's all about, hey, I had to make mistakes because I had to follow family and I kind of had to go down this pathway, but they just didn't know it was a mistake until the results showed. Years wasted in opportunity cost, years wasted in results. Fortunately, though, it can be fixed. Rising incomes for this particular person, rising savings, and an opportunity to actually get expert guidance and support was the next key thing here. We'd actually helped their partner buy multiple investment properties, and it worked really well for her. So he said, you know what? Why don't I get on this journey too? And this is when we'd purchased him a house in Adelaide, and this particular house in Adelaide has also grown hundreds of thousands of dollars or whilst that unit in Sydney has stayed the same. So this is where if you can break past certain financial and family values of the know, the like, the touch, the feel, the proximity, the shininess, the comfort, and really not stay attached to these core aspects of investing, then you're going to be able to start to look at what the country can offer and do things that maybe were quite uncomfortable for family in the past. Remember, investing's changed. It's far more common now in Australia to see people buy across multiple states, not be in their backyard, buy across multiple cities, all whilst they're sitting in their living room couch. And this thing is quite important to consider because the values in which you're following, the guidance at home, doesn't come from those same values or opportunities because the marketplace did not exist in the same way for many people. As you go on your investing journey, it's now about what the other side looks like. The other side looks like a borderless property portfolio, that doesn't rely on the know, like, feel, or touch. And it doesn't go by what's the best looking property that you can get in the least dollars, which ends up usually being an apartment in the most distant area. And so from that perspective, it's about avoiding all those traps and focusing on what's ahead and what will truly scale your portfolio. I even remember a story where I actually went over to Melbourne and I was in Melbourne at that time. I think it was watching a basketball game. And I think it was the actual Boomers versus... Uh, the Team USA game, which was pretty special, except Melbourne, I hate the crappy plastic chairs that you put into your Marvel Stadium and like no one can see above someone else and like you're seeing the coolest sports event, but everyone's on these plastic chairs at one level and no one sees anything. Pretty crappy, cool stadium, cool event, but outside of watching the screen the whole time, I realized it was the silliest thing to do. And so from that perspective, though, I remember catching up with a good friend who's gone on to purchase multiple properties 
and has actually had a very successful portfolio. But what was interesting was that it was a catch-up where mum and dad were present, I was there with them, cold Melbourne day, pumping down that coffee because it was super freezing cold. And then at the same time, we're sitting there and just talking about how certain locations, why not Melbourne, why not looking at that area, uh, what's wrong with certain apartments and units and townhouses. And it just felt like this absolute you know, nice conversation to have in terms of enlightening them, but also combative to kind of break through the traditional thought. In the end, though, we forged a really good relationship. We created an environment where they could see what we saw, and we started investing for this client across multiple states. And again, they've seen hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity rise. So when I look at these discussions and you do go to the dinner table or you're in the lounge or wherever it is you're having these family discussions, it could even be the classic barbecue. It's about how do you find that balance between A, ensuring you're taking on guidance that means well and breaking the chain by ensuring you go to guidance that will truly get the results you want. And I think there's a fine line in the middle and I'll tell you where I feel that line is. The line is property investing. Simple as it sounds, here's what I mean. The parents that are thinking or the generations, uncles, aunties, whatever it is, thinking of you and your success aren't actually thinking of the outcome. The outcome is property investing. They're telling you all the breakdown of the journey, the unit, the location, where it should be, which area is going well. But what you should actually take from what their guidance is, is that the outcome they want you to be on is learn from what they've learned, which was buying property as soon as you can, when you can, and as much of it as possible. Because when you break down most people's journeys and guidance, it's usually around things that they didn't grasp and they wish they would have bought, what they did bought, how long they hold it for, and look how much it is 20, 30 years later, or how cheap things used to be. So all of that does come back down to the concept that your parents are likely sharing, which is invest in property. So it's all about taking in that guidance, taking in some of the things that they wish they would have done, could have done, but realizing that today is a different time. And today offers different opportunities. And today offers different information. The concept of what they've got is truly well-placed, which is holding it for a long time, buying assets, and then buying them where they feel there's certain things happening. But it's about making sure you cut that feeling with the right data and the right insights to ensure you don't make certain mistakes that many sadly are making today. So I hope by going through a few of these stories, one where the almost happened, and I'm glad that didn't happen, one where they did stuff up, but then we put the portfolio back on tracks. And to be honest, with that stuff up, we're just waiting for the right time to exit that property because it has no place or position to be in their portfolio in a high-rise building in Sydney, not seeing any growth, little to no decent cash flow, and at the same time having you know body corporate and things to think about. So from this perspective, it's about breaking that chain of certain family values but still following the outcome they want for you, which is the best outcome they want for you, which is likely investing for your future and not leaving it too late. As you're in your journey, if you're looking back and thinking, hey, how do I break through some of these you know, examples or how do I hear from people that have actually been on this journey and some of the case studies that I'm sharing with you today, you can actually jump on investikit.com.au slash success stories. Many of them are actually sharing their journey involving the moments where they had family They'd shared certain things. And then as a result, those certain things that shared did not turn into the results they thought it would. Here's a few examples to specifically click on. Jump on Lorna Wang's testimony where she talks about her journey and she talks about her particular first investment with an apartment in a part of Sydney that still has not done much in terms of value growth. 
and how she went on to purchase four properties across different parts of Australia, houses in areas that she wasn't aware of or comfortable with and the results they produced. From Adelaide to Bendigo to even Brisbane, what happened? Why not also jump in and check out Nafisa's case study? Nafisa's case study, we've helped him buy three properties before he turned 30, which have seen upwards of 500k in combined equity growth. Now, these three properties could have been a very different decision had he gone with what he was initially thinking versus what he actually did. This is all for free and cost nothing or no need to input your information or download something. Go on to investigate.com.au slash success stories to hear from more investors who could have made those mistakes but didn't, who did make those mistakes, broke the chain and started investing with the information available today. It's Arjun Paliwal, Head of Research at the Investigate Podcast. See you again soon.